want to go to our phone lines this morning. We're joined by City Councilman Worth Morgan. Good morning, Mr. Morgan. How are you? Good morning. Doing well. Trying to stay warm. Trying to stay, it's tough out there. It's frigid. It's frigid. All right. So a lot happening as we're now learning almost new information every single day. What led up to the fatal arrest of Tyree Nichols? I know today there will be a funeral attended by the vice president. How do you think the city has handled the investigation, Mr. Morgan, since day one with all the information coming out every day? Yeah, I mean, so I think, to be honest, expectations were set pretty low for me in terms of uh, the community response, and the community has done terrific. Uh, You know, there was a big political narrative and national narrative, and people were afraid that there was going to be rioting, that there was going to be, you know, damage and destruction. I had a lot of people texting me about whether or not, you know, they should take their family out of town when the video is released. Um, and we didn't live up to that terrible expectation. Um, I think Memphis as a community did a lot better. And the family had a big part to play in advocating for, for peace. Um, although we did have some protest, it's not nearly as bad as what we expected from the investigation point. Um, you know, like you said, some of that is still unfolding. So it's going to be too early to judge how we've fared or done because there could be new information that comes to light tomorrow uh, that would completely change how we view um, what's happened. So I I think that one aspect that was very fortunate um, that we don't talk about a lot is that there was no individual cell phone footage that went up the next day, you know, in early January and then we had two weeks of waiting and waiting and waiting in anticipation uh, as this investigation was unraveling. We uh, we were able to release the video after charges were announced, after uh, the officers were fired. I think that placated a lot of, of the anger where other situations haven't had that opportunity. Hmm. There's been a lot of talk about failure of leadership, how we've seen the lowering of requirements to be a Memphis police officer and serve in the department. I want to get your reaction to what Crime Commission President Bill Gibbons said about the policies and the hiring failures by the Memphis Police Department. Take a listen. I don't think it's really a failure to adequately train officers. We have good training uh, in the police department. And I don't think it's primarily the lack of policies. We have good policies for the police. A lot of the reforms that people are advocating have been adopted by the police department in the last couple of years. I think this is a hiring failure. Uh, This is an example of individuals being hired to be police officers who never should have been police officers. Mm -hmm. They don't have the values and the character necessary uh, to be in that kind of position. Uh, And I think we've got to be very careful in terms of hiring the right kinds of people to be police officers, not people who just want the power of a gun and a badge, but people who really want to be public servants. Uh, I'm around police officers almost every day. I'll be around them after I leave here. Uh, And I can tell you the vast majority of police officers in Memphis are disturbed about this. They are disappointed. Uh, They are saddened by it. And frankly, they are embarrassed. So he says it's a failure by the lowering of standards. I mean, whose responsibility is that at the end of the day? Because it seems, Mr. Morgan, that this was almost preventable. Um, 
it's difficult to say. You know, we don't have precognition. Uh, we don't know who's going to commit a crime ahead of time. Um, and we make the best judgments you can about people. I know, right, I, you know, I'm, I'm learning about the pro- more about the process even now that we do a you know, 600-question evaluation as well as a 30-minute psychological interview to try to weed out people that we don't think would uh, meet the character or quality of police officer we're looking for. Um, there have been lowering of physical standards, you know, and but that example of lowering the standards, you know, didn't make a difference in this in this instance. Um, there's also been, I believe, you used to be able to fail two tests of police academy. Now you're allowed to fail three tests. Uh, did that have an impact here? Probably not. And this is one of the arguments I'm going to be making to my colleagues over the next, you know, couple of weeks and months as we're talking about police reform. That good quality police recruiting and doing what it takes to get great officers is police reform. We have to be able to identify good quality candidates and get them into the academy, onto the police force, and it makes it a lot easier uh, as we're desperate to get more police officers in Memphis to say no to any candidate that we might have a question about or to terminate um, an officer who uh, you know, steps out of line and is showing red flags earlier on. Do you fear that you won't be able to recruit those qualified officers because we've heard attacks on our officers from even some in the council, the rhetoric against police, especially following the summer of 2020? And now you're hearing rhetoric by those that actually sit on the council as well about our law enforcement. Is it difficult to actually retain and recruit those officers when they're coming to a city that may not respect law enforcement as we need to? Yes, it is absolutely the battle that we're fighting right now. And it, it, you can see it on the city council. Um, it, and branding is important too. the Memphis Police Department. You know, if you go to a backyard barbecue and, you know, you ask somebody where they work and they say St. Jude, everybody just, oh, how incredible that is. What a wonderful spot. Um, you know, and that has an impact on people wanting to work at that place. Now the Memphis Police Department takes this hit in a very public and national way. And we have officers now um, who, you know, may have been on the fence of leaving. Uh, retention is difficult for us. And uh, they're considering other opportunities as well as people never applying in the first place. So we have to have police officers that want to work hard. We have to have specialized units. And I think we have tried a lot of little things in the past of, of bonuses and different incentives and different ways to recruit and approach uh, the police academy. But in order to get to the goals that we need to do, we're going to have to do something, I think, major. Um, and that's probably a, a significant pay raise. Uh, there, there are not many other options left, and I don't know if we have the political will for that. And then if we aren't able to get that done politically, I don't know what happens next mm. for the police department. Yeah. The Scorpion unit that these officers all belong to has now been permanently disbanded. I know we talked to one of your colleagues, Chase Carlisle. He called the decision reactionary, and we've seen these groups push to end other crime-fighting units as a form of police reform, combating violent crime in these different areas. What happens to our city, Councilman, if all these units go away? What happens to our streets? Does it make it safer? Um, no. Like, like I said, we have to have these organized units. You know, you have to have a you know a gang task force. You have to have an organized crime. Uh, the goals 
and ideas that were behind Scorpion Unit weren't inherently bad. We had individuals within the unit who were not uh, did not have proper oversight, who acted terribly. I think we're going to find out a little bit more that they were running a little fast, a little uh, rough, um, more so than they should have been, and it should have been stopped well ahead of time. And why there weren't more senior officers uh, to hold back or at least cull some of the aggression by these younger officers that then led to this event with Mr. Deckles. Um, so we have to have these specialized units. Um, you're not going to have patrol officers making major cases against organized crime that, you know, you, that's, that they just don't have the ability or the resources or the time uh, to focus in a cohesive way uh, to bring in charges against some of these uh, more organized criminal elements. Uh, so you have to organize in response to that. And we'll have units in the future that do it. Um, they won't be named Scorpion Unit, it sounds like. Uh, but I would hope that we don't abandon uh, an approach that's necessary out of, a, um, out of response to this event. That would that would make the tragedy all the worse. City Councilman Worth Morgan, appreciate you joining this show. Stop by anytime. Thank you so much.